Well, there's a lot of mysteries in the world of Happy Apple and <laughs> how and why things fall together. Okay. So, you know, I can't really answer that. Maybe there was some force that realized it had been, hey, this band hasn't played here in 20 years. Mm -hmm. Perhaps now's the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has been a, uh, it's been a bit since you've released an album, too. Yes, that's true. Which that's is true. sad for us. I mean, I'm sure you guys are all very, very busy, but... Well, we have tracks recorded. Okay. We're just in some very deep negotiations with ourselves. Gotcha. And in <laughs> what to release and uh, when. Okay. So um, it's, there's no grand design, but there will yeah. be new music at some point Good. in the future. Good. Now, in the mornings, you know, at six in the morning, I can't play too much Happy Apple. So for those listeners who aren't familiar with the group, could you tell us a little bit about the trio? Yeah. Um, it's electric bass, saxophone, and drums. And it really covers a lot of different basses musically. There's very, if you like melody and songs and fairly concise songs, that's a part of what we do. And we also have longer exploratory pieces where we have no idea what's going to happen. Um, and, and there's a lot of rock influence, but there's a lot of swing. So if you like backbeats, <laughs> but if you want something swinging, we kind of touch a lot of different bases. And um, mm -hmm. our different albums have different elements of that. So we always, you know, we have short things, long things, swinging things, rock things, ballads. Mm -hmm. aggressive things a lot of lot of different things are being explored mm -hmm. one of my favorite uh, things about happy apple is the times when you're doing a track where you on the bass and dave king on drums are really holding something down in terms of there's a very clear harmonic structure mm -hmm. dave isn't going crazy he's just keeping time or whatnot and then Michael is just being Michael. Yes. So it's like free jazz, but not, you know, it's, right. it's that mix. It very much starts with songs. Mm -hmm. I think, um, and that was Dave's concept. Okay. Because um, he's the main writer in the band. He always has a very clear vision. Okay. Whether it's something that's very exploratory and open mm -hmm. or something that you describe. would you say to someone who accuses your ensemble of being not jazz? I think that I would maybe on the one hand agree with them. Sure. Or at least I could see with where they were coming from. But I also know that all along the history of jazz, but certainly um, um, maybe from the 50s onward, there were always multiple streams of of quote-unquote jazz and as each decade there were more and more there were electric things and acoustic things and so many different things happening happening simultaneously that there could be fans of one style of jazz that would say that about mm -hmm. another style of jazz that was pretty clearly jazz <laughs> yeah. or at least um, had strong ties to it and mm -hmm. that I think that's the beauty of 
the music is that you can have fans of jazz disagree with each other about what the genre is or should be. I mean, what what other groups are you playing in? What other kinds of projects are you working on, Eric? Well, Dave and I have another group of his called the Dave King Trucking Company. Also a wonderful group. Kind of a jazz quintet mm-hmm. with um, two tenor players and acoustic bass, and I'm playing electric guitar. And we have a couple records out and another one coming out sometime later this year, hopefully. Nice. Great. Um, and I have a new ensemble, kind of. Uh, this one is definitely, you could say, that's not jazz, but I kind of call <laughs> it a, another jazz thing that I'm working on. It's a quartet, a local quartet I call Fake Accents. That's kind of my group that has okay. um, uh, electric bass, and I'm playing guitar and drums and saxophone. Okay. And we will be recording in just a few weeks. Wonderful. A debut record. So did you start on bass or guitar when you first started it, playing? Bass, but only by a few months. Okay. Okay. So it was um, guitar and bass within, certainly within six or nine months of each other. Oh, wow. So they were always kind of uh, parallel progress. Yeah. No, that's fascinating, actually, because, you know, I would say most of the times it's not that way. You learn one and then the other. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. What do you think that uh, kind of added to you, musically speaking, to kind of learn them both together like that? It's hard to say. I think yeah. I, more often than not nowadays, I look at them as very similar instruments. Like I'm cost- constantly kind of cross-breeding techniques and ideas from one instrument to the other. Sure. So that... Um, I don't really separate them too much in my mind, although mm-hmm. they do have their distinct roles in, in yeah, ensembles yeah. and yeah, music. Of course. But it's kind of like in my head there, it's like a, like a big harp guitar thing where yeah. it, like we have guitar strings and bass strings. And I kind of think of it right. in, in those ways where um, somehow trying to access both yeah. sonic things and, and identities in either instrument, no matter which one I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how it kind of worked out. Yeah. Eric, thank you so much for coming in and chatting with me today. Thank you, of course. My pleasure. Mm